I'm Mike Thompson. Welcome to episode 56 of Third Heaven Authority podcast. Today I want to share with you about how to really become effective in operating in the faith and the power and the authority of the living God through a principle which is a spiritual dynamic called grace. So many people do not understand the association between grace and authority. Let's clear it up today. I want to share with you a couple of encounters that I personally had and how that the Lord began to teach me about it, but then I also want to go to Scripture so that we can pick up on this, cement it in our hearts, and become very effective. I know that you want to be effective, Uh, There's something that's born on the inside of us. Man, if you are spirit-filled, if you have a hunger for God, you want to be victorious in this life. You want to be an overcomer through Jesus Christ. You want to be able to resist the enemy's temptation and to overcome the tribulations that he attempts to bring into your life. You want to be able to rebuke demons and watch them flee from you. You want to lay hands on the sick and see miraculous things happen all around you. And so those are very important things. The very first time that the Lord took me to third heaven, which was 12 years ago, and he gave to me in that encounter the assignment to teach on third heaven authority, which this entire podcast is based upon. At the very end of it, after he had taught me so many things, revealed who I was in Jesus and how to function in this authority, he talked about the Apostle Paul and how the Apostle Paul was caught up to third heaven. And then he said this. He said, when Paul was caught up to third heaven, He had to learn how to apply what he saw and heard to his earthly life. Satan buffeted Paul in an attempt to steal his revelations from him. That's why he asked me to remove the buffeting. But then he was able to see grace from heaven's point of view and then to walk in spiritual authority. As we see this then, grace is a dynamic of the kingdom of God that keeps us in his power. When we get into works and we attempt to do it by our own natural flesh, when we grit our teeth, when we think that we're doing everything right and we're trying to, by our own energies, come up with authority and faith to face all of the circumstances and attacks of the enemy, etc., and not only just in binding, but also in loosing. You remember I've been teaching through this whole thing that the creative aspect of God through loosing, that is loosing the kingdom of heaven, releasing it into our lives, into our family, releasing it through our ministries, is part of the third heaven authority. Well, The Apostle Paul learned some very important principles. Something occurred to me as I was preparing for this podcast today. The Lord reminded me of an encounter that I had way back in 1998. At that particular point, the Lord had given me a vision, and actually he just raised me up in the spiritual realm. I I was in the back room, uh, the prayer room of our house, and I was preparing. It was a Saturday night, preparing for Sunday service. And as I was praying in the Holy Spirit, 
which I do a lot. I encourage you to do pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues in your spiritual prayer language. Let the Holy Spirit catch you away, guide and lead you through these things. Suddenly, I felt the Holy Spirit lifting me. I went up right through the ceiling in that prayer room and then through the roof of my home. I began to rise higher and higher. I could see the neighborhood around me, and then I could see the city. And as I went up, then I could see the geographical location of where I lived. Finally, I stopped, and I heard the Lord. The Lord had said just previous to me being lifted up, he said, come up, come up hither. And so, boom, I did. There I was, and the Lord began to talk to me. As I looked down at the geographical location of my city, I saw, like if you were looking at a, a map, you know, a topographical map that's kind of 3D, I saw this volcano right from the area where I lived just raise up, push up out of the earth. And it got higher, and it startled me at first. I, I really was concerned because I knew that we actually did live in a volcanic area. It had been hundreds of years since the last volcanic eruption, but we lived in that area, and people talked about it. Will there be another? So I saw this volcano come up, and, man, I honestly thought that the Lord was going to make me go tell people that there's a volcanic eruption coming and that people would think I was crazy. But the Lord instantly interrupted my thoughts. And he started talking to me about grace. He said, do not be afraid. There's not going to be a volcanic eruption in the natural realm but something is occurring in the spirit. Instantly, the scene changed, and I found myself down in the midst of the volcano looking up out of it. I could feel CK, my wife, inside of me, and as I looked up, I saw molten lava go up and out of the top, run down the sides into the geographical area where I lived. And the Lord said, that lava represents the message of grace that you preach. He said, as grace, accurate grace, I'm talking about true grace of God, charisma, the Greek term charisma used in Scripture as the unmerited favor and empowering presence of God, enabling us to be who he created us to be and to do what he has called us to do. The Lord said, as you preach grace, it's going to cause division. He said, the lava will flow down. And when it reaches people who are sincere and their hearts are hungry for me, it will set them free of bondages, of physical works, of these kind of qualifying conditions that the world and so much of the church try to place upon them. He said, but at the same time, when it reaches the ears of those who don't really understand my grace 
and who are controllers and manipulators, and they are very astute in using legalistic control to try to keep people under their thumbs. It will make them very angry, and you'll be persecuted from them for it. But he said, preach that grace, and as it touches people's lives, it will set them free. The grace of God has the ability to set people free because of the authority that is contained in it. Now, as we talk about this, I really want to set you free. Let's go to the scripture, 2 Corinthians 12. I want to share with you some of the things that I've learned about the Apostle Paul's walk of authority. In 2 Corinthians 12, verse 1, he describes that encounter. It is doubtless not profitable for me to boast. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows. Such a one was caught up to third heaven. Now, Paul was talking about himself. He was doing it from a third-person perspective, but it was himself, not someone else. And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows, how he was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such a one I will boast, Yet of myself I will not boast, except in my infirmities. For, though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool. For I will speak the truth, but I forbear lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be or hears from me. So Paul had an encounter where he was taken to third heaven. He saw a lot of different things, some experiences, and it drastically shaped his life and his ministry and his understanding of not only authority from heaven's perspective but also of grace and how that grace would actually empower or give him the ability to be able to walk in that authority. In verse 7 it says, And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Now, many people may leap to the assumption that it was God that sent the messenger. It wasn't. It was Satan. You know, one of the principles of the Bible, uh, just one off the top of my head, in Mark 4, when it talks about the parable of the sower, it says that the word comes and is sown in your heart, but immediately Satan comes to try to steal the word out of your heart. And what you do with the word at that particular point then determines what kind of grounds you are, whether you're hard-packed ground, whether you're stony ground, weedy ground, or good, fruitful ground, is whether you let the devil steal it from you. And so the principle is that the devil attempts to rob us of revelations, of the Word, of revelation knowledge, of experiences that come by divine encounters with God, uh, and how He then leads us 
through the Word of God and explaining those. We always interpret our experiences and encounters by the Word of God. We do not interpret the Word by our encounters. Uh, but the Holy Spirit will adjust our own personal doctrine where there are errors uh, through this whole process so it begins to play out in our life in a very fruitful way. And every single one of those things increase our faith and gives us the ability to walk in more authority. But notice how he says that lest he is exalted above measure. He, he wants to stay in this earthly realm as some, a minister of God who is very effective in bringing the kingdom of heaven to those that he's preaching to. So he says it's a messenger of Satan that came to buffet, to harass, to give blow after blow, to follow him around and try to um, cause so much problems and troubles in the physical realm, the spiritual realm, and persecution from others so that he's not exalted above measure. In other words, keep it practical and also keep it doable. You see, the Apostle Paul, and like myself, because we were caught up to third heaven, does not give us a leg up. It does not mean that we are better than anybody else. Neither does it mean that we use other means than the Word of God and all these principles of faith and authority. Everything is consistent. It's level at the foot of the cross. All of the revelation and abilities of God are there for every believer, everyone, including you, 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 you. You can do it. It's there for you. Now, we all have our own individual ministries, gift mixes, and those different assignments in life. That's where the difference is. But the difference is not in whether you can walk in third heaven authority or whether you walk in your grace. The word charis, which is translated grace in the New Testament, is a word that not only means technically undeserved favor, in other words, you can't earn it, you can't buy it, but it's also used in Scripture. Do this, read through the New Testament. When you see the word, of, the word grace that's used, uh, such as when it talks about the gifts in Romans and in Corinthians and in Ephesians, it says to do it according to your grace. So we have different graces that cover our individual assignments and gift mixes. That's where the difference is. But we all have the covering grace of salvation and the covering grace to have authority over the enemy, the covering grace to bind and to loose, to work in the principles of heaven. So Paul here is expressing, now verse 8, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. So even though Paul had been taken to third heaven, he still, when he came back, had to deal with all of the stuff in this life. And man, that, that was my experience also. I'm not comparing myself to the apostle Paul uh, but I am comparing the experiences that we shared. When I came back, while I was in heaven, first of all, I stood there without the hooks. 
without the feelings of shame, inferiority, fear, condemnation, or any of those things that plague us here in this life, I stood before the Lord Jesus feeling who I was as a third heaven creation in Christ, that new creation. But when I came back, I had to start dealing with them again. So it was with Paul. He prayed to the Lord three times that these kinds of persecutions and spiritual attacks would be lifted from him so he could operate in the knowledge and that he could preach the gospel of Jesus without these hindrances. Listen what the Lord told him. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, there are many that assume that what Jesus was saying is, by the word grace there, is that uh, just be glad that you're saved and just go with the flow and let the devil do anything he wants to you. It doesn't matter if the devil is, they would think, coming against you. It doesn't matter if he's placing sickness on you, if he's pulling your loved ones and your family into sin, uh, or any of these kind of things. It's just take what comes, try to bear up under anything and everything, and just go along, and maybe the Lord will somehow, in his infinite wisdom, and it's the right timing, come along and do something for you and to help you out. My grace is sufficient. That's not all what Paul was saying. That's not what Jesus said to Paul. He said, my grace is sufficient unto you, meaning that who I have created you to be and the power that you have by your revelations to walk in that authority is what is sufficient. That is what will put you over. It is not screaming unto me in heaven and begging me to get the devil off of your back. Haven't I, I said in the, my word? You resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Haven't I said? All authority, both in heaven and in earth, has been given unto me. Therefore, you go. I'm in heaven. I'm the head. Therefore, you, as the body of Christ, you go in that authority, that authority, third heaven authority. See, that's what the Lord was telling the apostle Paul. And so Paul got that. He realized that authority came from that position, not of how much persecution or attacks or circumstances were against you at any given time. That has nothing to do with who you are in Jesus Christ. You are a new creation in him. You have been given the Holy Spirit. He lives on the inside of you. You can pray. You can walk in authority. You can rebuke the devil. You have the power and ability to do all of this. That's consistent. It's because it's born in you by being in the kingdom. It is something that flows through you. So get your eyes off of the persecutions. Yes, they'll come. 
Jesus in another place. He said, well, they persecuted me, the master. They're going to persecute you also. Now, the persecutions and the problems are not fun. There isn't any of us that like them. And we have the ability that, you know, Jesus said sometimes that uh, we need to just speak to the mountain. Be thou plucked up and cast into the sea in the name of Jesus, and the mountain will obey us. But there are other times that he wants us to just push and plow through the mountain and keep going. All of it is spirit-led. It's all walking in what the Holy Spirit is telling us in each and every situation. And that's one of the things about the prophetic, about hearing the voice of the Lord and about third heaven authority, is that we all operate on the basis of the Scripture, and that is that we will bind and loose. We will rebuke the enemy. But those principles the Holy Spirit brings to us then on the ways that plays out, it's just like healing in the Bible, the New Testament. In one place, it says that Jesus spit in the ground, made mud, and put it on a blind man's eyes, and he was healed. It wasn't that physical act that healed him. It was the authority of God, but God knew that there was a point of contact in a way that that principle of healing, that dynamic of healing that was sure and true, would be released in that single situation. But yet on another situation, another time, when the centurion came to him, Jesus said, I'll go and lay hands and I'll, I'll go pray for your servant. And the centurion said, no, I'm a man in authority. I'm under authority. I'm in authority. Uh, and so just speak the word only. Jesus said, okay, that's great faith. So he spoke the word in that situation. The Bible talks about, such as in James, about the anointing of the sick with oil. So there are different ways that the principle of healing played out, the dynamics of it being released into people's lives in the New Testament. So that's the way we are when we're operating in this grace of God. We must be spirit-led at all times. The Apostle Paul said, therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities. Now, get your religious thinking out of the way. Take that hat off. <laughs> we all have it. There are times, man, the Holy Spirit has to come into me and say, who told you that? Huh? It's kind of like, you know, Adam and Eve in the garden when they sinned and they ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil and G the, the Lord came down to walk with them and they were hiding off in a bush. And they came out and they said, we're naked, Lord, we're naked. And he said, who told you you were naked? He hadn't. The devil told them they were naked. They felt that in their flesh. And so that's not what Paul is saying here, that I take pleasure in my infirmities. I, I, I'm happy when I hurt. No. He says, and also in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. That's not what makes him happy. This is what makes him happy. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The strength of God, the true release of third heaven authority, comes 
when we walk in grace. The devil doesn't obey my faith commands because the Lord took me to third heaven. The devil doesn't obey my decrees. And the miraculous doesn't occur simply because I put enough energy into it or I grip my teeth or I pray in a certain way. All of those things happen because of the grace of God that I operate in. And thus it is with you. When we realize who Jesus created us to be within himself and the power and authority that we have, it becomes a natural expression of our being. We must realize that that kind of authority and power is not a release from our physical bodies because it's important for us to understand that in the physical flesh itself that we're probably a whole lot worse than we'd really like to admit. We make a whole lot more mistakes than we really want to own up to. But in the spirit, we are much greater than we could ever realize. Being new creations in Christ Jesus and out of the spirit comes the grace that enables us to rest in that authority and to speak and decree and to move in the power of the living God and heaven flows through us. Praise God. The weakness of our flesh does not determine the success of our spiritual endeavors. Who we are in Jesus and the spiritual dynamics flowing through us by the grace of God do determine how successful we are. It is not by works, not our works, the work of the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice and in creating us to be seated with him in heavenly places. That is what we put our faith in. So walk in the grace of God. I'm going to pray for you right now. Just get ready to receive the anointing. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for every single listener. And as I do, Lord, they are just like me. We're all in the same boat together. We are saved. We are filled with the Spirit of God. But we live in a contaminated world. We live in a fallen world. We live in a place of having to wrestle in the natural realm with all of the circumstances of life. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that every single person will understand who you created them to be, that you are a child of the living God, that you are born again, that the greater one indwells them, that they are new creations in Christ Jesus, that they are products of grace, not of physical works. And because of that grace, it flows through them. And I pray that revelation release into their hearts now. I pray for that anointing to be upon them, to catch it, and to be able to step forward in greater authority than they've ever experienced before. Release that anointing upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. 
I can tell right now that I'm going to have to do a second episode in order to finish this thought. So you don't want to miss that. Join me in every episode by subscribing to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, walk in grace, walk in authority.